Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to interact with the stuff that you do like, support the stuff that you do like, buy releases, see bands, buy merchandise, whatever. We're not striving to make objective value judgments, be professional critics or tastemakers here. We're just trying to put new music in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. Format of the show is equally simple. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music to the show, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. And if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message brief. Um, <clears throat> I should have done the whole intro like a like a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen Podcast. We're going to be examining some of the comments Wes Scantlin from Puddle of Mud made about their 2021 performance of About a Girl on Octane Sirius. Yeah. I should have done that. Just like that. Just, Just exactly real good like diction that. all the time. Yeah. Don't forget to mash that like and subscribe button. Okay, guys, mash that like and subscribe button and be sure to turn on notifications for my posts so you don't miss the next exciting viral video. Today, we're going to be listening to submissions from... I can't even <laughs> fucking do it, dude. Oh, I got it down, I dude. can't fucking do it. I, I got it down, I, I can't fucking do it. I, I, watch a video, I watch a few YouTube channels for fishing. Sure, yeah. And I mute them because that's how yeah, the people it's talk. A, it's a nightmare, dude. Yeah. That's like my wor That's my most hated form of, uh, of content. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Um, so full disclosure, we're recording a little bit early. Uh, peek behind the curtain because Nate's going to be out of town back home. Um, so nothing has transpired in the two days since the last time that we... Uh, recorded in our personal lives, I'm sure. I wanted to throw out a quick, this isn't going to mean anything to you because this is from a, a style and an era that you did not interact with, uh, but a quick RIP to Mean Pete of Until the End, Remembering Never, Bishop, uh, various other bands. He passed away from cancer yesterday, I think. Mm. Uh, honestly, not bands that were hyper important to me. I saw Bishop a couple times back in the day. I don't know if I ever caught Remembering Never. I may have. Uh, liked his bands well enough when I was a young kid. Didn't really stick with me, but uh, I know he was a very important dude to a lot of people. I've seen a bunch of friends who are mutual friends with him expressing their uh, their regret at his loss. So he was an important dude to a lot of people in hardcore in general, so I figured I'd throw a quick RIP his way. I also want to point out that um, we have a couple submissions in the queue tonight that are not from any sort of promotion that I have done because I don't really promote the podcast besides just maintaining the Instagram page, which I post on maybe once a month. Yeah. Um, so Darby, a guy who listens to our show <coughs> regularly, posted our show, like a link to our email and posted about our show in the No Echo Facebook group. Oh, okay. Which is one of the worst places. It's a, it's a cesspool. Yeah. Which is no reflection on No Echo. Like, they don't really, they barely moderate the group. Oh, we talking. They just let it yeah, do what I they, they I'm want. I'm on metal injection right now. Yeah. So it's the same fucking same, same kind of deal. Uh, a little bit more grassroots than metal injection and operated and maintained by one guy, Carlos, who has played in sick bands. Really nice dude. I've interacted with him. But the Facebook group is a, is a true nightmare, a collection of some of the worst people that you've ever encountered in your life. Okay. Um, so we have a couple submissions that are from No Echo group members, and I can't imagine a group of people less 
equipped to deal with the kind of the, t- the type of way that we talk about music on this show than people you might find in the no, no echo group why do they, they do they expect us to like everything and be nice about yeah, it? yeah they're just they're very it's a it's a type of person that's typically very sensitive not particularly self-aware um, it's the internet. It's yeah, internet people. It's internet people for sure. Internet people. I should also note that I finally we finally got some feedback that was directed, some negative feedback directed specifically at you. Okay. After your your film industry comments. Yeah. Because we have a dyed in the wool actor yeah. who is a is a dedicated demo listener. Spencer, who also plays in the band Compassion, who we really like, mm-hmm. uh, is also a guy you can see in like real deal shows and movies. Like what? Uh, he was in the most recent season of Barry. He was in uh, Pam and Tommy. He's in like shows that never, are on. Never watched him. Barry's great, phenomenal. Not that you would, not that, not what's, that I'm suggesting it, it to what, you. What's it about? It's uh, it's it's a show about uh, a hitman. Uh, it's kind. It's a very very dark comedy. I mean, loosely. It's hard to it's hard to contextualize without like a very broad. It's like Dexter. Yeah, no, no, it's not like Dexter. It's much better it's than like Dexter. Monk. It's not like Monk. No, it's definitely not like Monk. Um, it's about a hitman. Okay. I don't know. He's okay. a, he's a prof- he's an ex military professional hitman. It's a funny show uh, that is incredibly well written. Okay, very good. Spencer's on the most recent season. He said for the first time. He said he's never ever had this reaction to anything that you said. But he said uh, he said to respectfully deliver the message. Uh, I think he said, uh, suck my dick, you idiot. (laughs) 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 He said respectfully. (laughs) whatever. (laughs) So I just wanted to let you know you finally got some direct feedback on something you said. Okay. Oh, he he didn't even hear all of it, though. No, I told him. I was like, you should have heard the 20-minute discussion we had before the mic started rolling, where I was just like, no, that's not correct. That's not right. It is correct, though. No, it's not. (laughs) It's, It's definitely not. Um, so unless you got anything, that was really the only stuff I wanted to cover up top. You know, I had something today cause I was listening to Elastica today. Yeah. Um, and you know, then it just straight went into Elastica radio. Sure. And it got me thinking because all of the bands on Elastica radio, whether or not they actually sounded like Elastica were, except for two tracks yeah. that I listened to for like, you know, however long I was driving back from work, like an hour. Yeah. Um, except for two tracks, there was a D Jr. track and a Mud Honey track. Yeah. The same D Jr. and Mud Honey track, the algorithm always fucking picks for me. Sure, yeah. Right? Um, but every other track was a female fronted band. Sure. Whatever. Uh huh. But my what I thought was confusing was and a little weird was that was the only thing these things had in, in common with Alaska Elastica. Right, yeah, sure. Because then it went right into Bikini Kill. Which is not at all like No, Elastica. like Bikini Kill should be on like chain whip radio. Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know anything. what I mean? Yeah. And then it went into like the Vaseline's and X ray specs, uh red ants. Yeah. Um, sugar cubes. Yeah, not at all like Elastica. And the only thing they have in common and I thought I don't know how I think how to how to feel about that. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a dude, so what the fuck do I know? But, like, do we really need to, like, parse things out like that? No. And that was a conversation that was happening a lot over the last five years, and it's kind of di- died down now because I think everybody in subculture kind of gets it at this point. But the moment yeah, like where, where a lot there was a lot more visibility and just in general, I think a lot more participation from women yeah. in, like, punk and hardcore starting probably – five years ago, uh, 
there was a big push in like media, even in like subculture focused media to be like new female fronted hardcore yeah. band. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't tell you anything we about can, the quality of the music. And we've kind of talked about it. Like there was, I think there was a time in the eighties and nineties. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like for sure. Because yeah. That was novel. Look at the fucking eighties catalog of hardcore. Sure. Yeah. Right. Look at the nineties catalog of hardcore. Right. Right. I mean, the donuts. Yeah, I was gonna say you got donuts. <laughs> you right. got donuts in the mix. But anymore, yeah. you know, it's it's not unusual at all. Not at all. And and so I don't know. That that got me thinking. And then when I went to like so then, you know, I thought, okay, on Bikini Kill Radio, they had like um I don't know, they they did they did uh ah, fuck, what hardcore song was it? Uh oh, there's a black flag track. Okay. Uh, no, I mean uh, Bad Brains. Okay. So then I go to Bad Brains Radio, and it's all dude front of hardcore. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I don't know. The algorithm's sexist, man. What can I say? The algorithm is sexist. So It's because it was designed by men. It's because it was designed by the guy from Space Hog. That's right. <laughs> I don't think there is a, a Space Hog connection. Yeah. I think you made this up in your mind, or you just made it up and started perpetuating a lie. Because I, I tried to look for the fucking Spotify space hog connection a while back when you mm -hmm. mentioned that i was like wait is this true or real and it's not true or real at all mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with space hog there's no connections to space hog and spotify that i can detect mm -hmm. you made this up this this know. might be one of those lies where you made it up as a lie mm -hmm. to tell others initially and then you began believing it in your mind so. how kind of how you believe the owner of a you almost believe in your brain that the owner of a local prominent music business that most of these people most <laughs> listeners will know sweet is australian is australian right which is not true but right. sometimes you've told the lie so much right. that you yourself get a little i have confused. a hard time thinking of chuck Chirac as anything but australian yes exactly right. similarly i think that the space hog lie is bigger than no he's a big wig no he's not there's no space hog connection whatsoever it's it's there <laughs> you got anything else i do i got something that's gonna make your hair stand up on it okay right look at this all right oh no dude no this metal festival <laughs> helps kids stage dive for the first time and then there's a bunch of pictures of burly men in orange shirts at extreme oh. extreme obscene helping little kids stage dive fuck off let's check this article out it's real short i can read it okay the obscene extreme festival happened over the weekend in czech republic and featured performances by carcass vader the crown rotten sound and way more the festival has notoriously been kid friendly over the years as well offering everything from a kid section to the chance for younger metal fans to stage dive for the first time obscene extreme shared some footage of the tiny stage divers having a blast and yeah this rules <laughs> on it? the children's area of the festival obscene extreme offered the following even the kids have a place at oef two teepees <laughs> uh the word teepee kills me dude two teepees where there will be an entertaining program for children we get we've got some volunteers so the children's corner will be at oef this year after all you your kids won't forget the new friends and experiences they will bring home from obscene extreme <laughs> and then here's a little video of number one a kid without kids without any ear protection yeah that's insane there's one yeah dude imagine like the only thing the only thing 
is if they they, they feed them directly into a wood chipper. Yeah, sure. Then like the kids yeah. come up the stage dive, <laughs> they get past bucket brigade overhead, right in the wood chipper. Then it's obscene, obscene and extreme. Imagine being a fest called called obscene extreme and being so proud of how kid friendly you are. I know. Fuck you. It's not for kids. I hate I hate heavy metal good guys. I hate it, dude. And the other thing is like. If a kid wants to stage dive for the first time, if they are genuinely interested in the music and they're there of their own accord and they decide they want to stage dive for the first time, they do it like everybody else. Right. They run and they jump off the fucking stage and whatever happens, happens. Because the entire premise that we're like, it, 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 it completely operates in opposition to the premise of this music, it establishes this expectation that they are going into yeah. a scene or an environment that is going to cater to their safety and comfort and et cetera. Right. And the entire attraction of this thing is that it doesn't do those things. With, with bands named after rotting offal. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Satanic yeah. rituals. Right, yeah. Stop making it kid-friendly. Yeah, stop making stop. it good guy. I fucking hate, I fucking hate I hate, like, because I've been listening because I get the subscription to fucking Sirius with the new car. So I listen to, like, like Ozzy's Boneyard. Yeah, sure. You know? I hate, dude. I hate heavy metal good guys. I hate it, dude. I hate dudes that are, like, talking about, yeah, metal can be a force for good, man. It's all good under the heavy metal circus, man. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you trying to make it more presentable and cool and, and approachable to outsiders. That's the opposite of that I want. I don't want you to give your funds to Riley's Children's Hospital. I want you to give it to some sort of esoteric Satanist sect. Or collect the funds and burn and, them. And burn them. There you burn go. Burn them on stage. Sure. Yeah. Fucking a ritual, right? The Absolutely. outrage, the the. the Outrage of the people that donated and the and, and the parents of the cancer-stricken kids right. as the fucking bands burn the money on stage. That's right. Right? That's right. Metal Talk about just releasing negativity into the world. Sure, yeah. I don't know, man. That's where I'm at. It, exactly. If kids want to go there, fine. Sure. It's, it's it, I'm sorry. Fucking Cannibal Corpse isn't for a fucking 10-year-old. No. Despite what even Corpse Grinder might say. Yeah. Right? It's just not. No. Shouldn't be. 14? Sure. Sure. Right? And also, you know, if you're a parent, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you indeed. Well, I couldn't get anyone to babysit. No, I can't go to a Well, that's the decision hey, That's your you fucking made. problem. That's you the made the you decision. Made. You made the fucking lame-ass decision to have a fucking kid. That's what you did. That's you what you've done. You fucking idiot. You fucking moron. You don't just get to bring your kid to the fucking metal festival and have them do their first stage dive. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. We've established this. We're reestablishing it now. Yes. We're not into it. It's heavy metal heavy metal it. should not be a force for fucking good. No. Do not do not try to fucking put, you know, a happy face on this shit. Yeah. Keep people the fuck away. Agree. The ones that get it, come on in. You're all welcome. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Right? Agree. But if you can't make it past how fucking awful it appears. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. It's not for you. Right. It's and not. put some goddamn ear protection on those fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, for Jesus sure. Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I, I, I think I would have the same uh, reaction if, like, somebody came in with their kid to a show not wearing ear protection as I would if somebody brings, like, a dog into a show. Yeah. Where I'd be like, no, no. Yeah, Get exactly. the kid out get of out. here or put some fucking earplugs yeah, well, in. Exactly. Get, get out. Yes. <laughs> get the fuck out. Yeah, for sure. All right. You got anything else? Um, nah, that's it. Okay, cool. I think <laughs> I think that's a good preamble for this week. So first up, we have got Hostile Nature. 
This is uh, this was a release called Upside Down Skull. It's on a label called Unraveled Tapes out of Brooklyn. I'm not sure where the band is from exactly. They might be from Brooklyn as well. This was sent in by Jake. Uh, everybody go follow Jake on Instagram, Chainsaw Cherub on Instagram. He is a sick artist. Um, I hired him to do the Combust and Wreckage flyer, the flyer for the last Bug House show. He did the Colossal Man demo art. He's done some cool stuff. I really like his style. Hire him to do some artwork. Then we have got Pure Terror with Blood Oath. This is a band out of Brooklyn. Um, this was sent in by both Yosef and Jamil uh, separately from one another. This is a band out of Brooklyn that's playing some, like, I think I think it's all Arab folks in the band, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a very Arab-forward band. Like, okay. they talk about shit having to do with, like, Arabic identity and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and I think some of the proceeds from this go to support, like, uh, Palestinians and shit. All right. Um, then we have got Rolex with their promo. This came out in December of last year. It's a promo for a split that either has already come out or is coming out. I'm not entirely sure. This was sent in by the Artificial Joy crew who contends that Rolex is uh, seriously underrated, which I would agree with. No, I like Rolex. Rolex fucking rules. Um, this promo came out on 11 p.m. I, I assume the split either has come out or is coming out on 11 p.m. as well. Then we have got Casmer with Never Enough. This is a band out of Portland, Oregon. It was sent in by Mel, who described it as some uh, some ripper crust shit. Then we have got uh, Old Nick with the truest spell. Um, the person who sent this in to us said they weren't sure if we were into Old Nick or not, <laughs> so I have to assume they're a newer listener because yeah. this, this is a full-on Old Nick fan cast. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was sent in by Clifford, who wanted to uh, send the newest release our way. This came out in May on Grimestone, sure. as all of their stuff does. Then we have got CIDB. Um, this is a band I'm not 100% sure where they're from. Um, the label is Canadian. I'm not sure if the band is Cana- Canadian. Um, this was sent in by the band, and I believe that this is one of the releases that comes to us from the No Echo Facebook group. Okay. Uh, the next the next release is Can't Keep Up with their Demo 23. This also comes to us from the No Echo Facebook group. Uh, when this started back in February, I believe, um, mm-hmm. it was just two guys, mm-hmm. uh, two brothers, and I think that they have expanded maybe to like a full band lineup now, but I believe this demo is just two guys... Um, Andy and Tommy win. Um, so they just said they wanted to send their demo our way and see what we thought of it. Then we've got Frenzy with Trial by Fire. This is a newer band from Cleveland. I think their uh, their first shit, like their first release, um, which was just a single, came out in like March. Uh, and then this, like their demo or debut EP, whatever it is, also came out in March. Um, so this was sent in by Jacob. Then we have got Natural Fun with their self-titled release. This is a band um, from Copenhagen, Denmark. It was sent in to us by a fellow named Rich who does something called Society Suckers Radio. It's a a radio show that focuses on hardcore and shit. Uh, And he also does, I think, a label associated with that program. He said that this is some, like, ripping hardcore punk from Copenhagen that he just put out. And then we have got Nerve with Red Tooth and Claw. That's the song. The release is actually called uh, Blood Sweat. It's an EP that is coming out soon, but is kind of already out. And if we land on this, I'll talk more about it because there's some really strange shit going on with this release. So uh, let's roll the dice and see what's up first. Six. Okay, this is CIDB. This is the stuff that comes to us from 
the No Echo group. So let's let's just see. This comes out on Pills Records slash Pandemics Records. Um, I know at least Pills Records is based out of, uh, let's see, Gatineau, Quebec. Um, let's read about the band a little bit. Diz and Cheney and Pills Records, blah, blah, blah. Next all the promoters, Punks, Money's Noise in Quebec City. Um, okay, I, I don't know. I, I still don't know that much about this band. Maybe this band is from Quebec as well. I, I couldn't really tell you. Uh, let's just jump in and see what the movie sounds like. So, or the movie, the music, the, movie. the music sounds like. I'm having a stroke on air. It's finally happening. Yeah. I knew it was coming at some point. You've been thinking about movies since I said get rid of them. Yeah, I have. Yeah, oh, I watched a movie this morning. Actually. Did you? Yeah, before work, I watched Solo. Yeah. <laughs> just to get in the mood. <laughs> just that, how, that's, uh, Solo's all right. Yeah, yeah, Solo is all right. <laughs> it's all right. Solo's one of the ones you can keep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow, what a surprising take from you. Yeah. What a shocking take that you would say, let's Isn't keep Solo. No, it's not, actually. It's not that long. It's like under two hours. Okay. It's like an hour, just hour seemed, 50 or something. It just seems long because of all the seemed, child abuse. It seems long just because it's just a horrific scene after horrific scene. But it's fake. Like, that's the thing I don't understand because Salo's kind of legendary in that in that regard. All movies are fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't even think Salo does that good a job of like, convincing you that it's real. No, not really. It's from 1975. Yeah. It's a, and it's like a loose adaptation. I mean, an actual dog turd. That's true, but you what what what's your what's your contention here that they should have been fucking the kids? No, but they should have been eating turds, <laughs> real ones. <laughs> they should have been eating real turds. Why not? Well, that's not what filmmaking and acting suffer is. Suffer for your art. I don't think you have to suffer that much. <laughs> I don't know if you have to eat shit on camera. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take it this way. Yeah, which would you prefer to see? I mean, as a as a voyeur, as 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 of someone watching the movie Sallow, yeah. Do you want them? Do you want to see them eat the fake turds, or do you want to see them forced to eat real turds? I don't want to see anybody forced to eat turds. Well, forced forced for the sake of art. I'm not saying a gunpoint, <laughs> but the art demands it. <laughs> yeah, of course I'd rather they're exactly. Eating shit. <laughs> that's my fucking point. Yeah, of course I'd rather because eat the turds shit. just look like brownies in that movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's listen to the first song on this. It's called uh, Oida. Oida? I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, we're going to listen to the first song on this record by CIDB. Drinking, fighting, smoking, swearing in the fucking air conditioner. Now it's a house party. Don't do the front door. No scratching anymore. Don't talk about the dead that we had the floor. Come break up the night. Room lift on the right. Living on the stereo Gonna smash the stereo 
All right, man. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I hate to say it because, you know, CIDB sent this our way in good faith, probably not really knowing, just seeing a link to a, a podcast in the No Echo Facebook group that says, hey, these guys talk about music. Uh, probably not knowing the way in which we talk about music. Well, also having no idea what our tastes are, yeah. which is kind of nice. Yeah, sure. I just want to get fed shit that, you know. Yeah, for sure. But in this case, it's not kind of nice because I got to say, I think this is one of the worst things we've ever had on the show, full stop. I don't think it was that bad. We've listen. Bro. If you go into the back catalog, yeah, there's some stuff on there that is. Yeah, but this is really bad. If if you go into the back catalog, there's some stuff on there that even questions what the fuck we're doing. That's that is true. We had a couple things, but I I would say this is easy. Sugar pill, sugar pill, sure. But I would say this is Molly and the Moaners or whatever. It was. Oh fuck, what was that? The, the, the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I can't remember the name off the top, but the 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 fucking the car commercial music. Yes, we've had. We've I I'd say this is top fifteen, top twenty though. All right. Well, I didn't like it. No, it's horrific. I don't think it's that bad because because it, this isn't this isn't going to stick out in my head. This will definitely stick out in my head. I'll forget about this next week. Dude, the production? Yeah, I didn't like it. No, it was horrible. It's I, not I, Listen, I'm not I know I'm just saying I remember Sugar Pill as being one of the worst things I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. Voluntarily. Sure. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going this is going to fall right in the same space as that Argentinian band from last oh, week. Oh, dude, no way, man. This is way worse than that. <laughs> in my head, it's yeah. going to fall right in the same fucking space. I think I'm always going to remember CIDB. Um, this really got to me. The, some of the production choices on this really were so, so insane. Um, first of all, those somebody is credited with playing drums on this release, and I don't know if that's true because those don't sound like real drums. Maybe you're maybe playing... Sampled. Maybe you're playing an electric kit, too. If so, stop immediately. I would say my big thing with this is not only are they playing the worst iteration of like street punk, but the recording was on top of that so embarrassingly bad like all the tones were terrible there were whoa o's in it the vocal delivery was shitty the song was like basic entry-level street punk stuff but again with like the worst most confounding production choices you could ever put together on a release so all of those things in combination for me make this like an especially an especially offensive sound okay yeah i mean i didn't like it it's not my thing yeah welcome to the show yeah sure welcome to the show cidb um you'll they're, they're gonna they're gonna giddily see that we downloaded their music from their band camp that we paid to download it and say <laughs> oh i wonder what they had to say about it and regrettably you guys are gonna hear this right welcome to, welcome to the welcome show. to the show you know what right? i mean no hard feelings yeah this is dog shit but no hard feelings i didn't like there's no point. I said it last week when we heard that. I can't remember that Argentinian. I can't remember the name. Uh, Sentimiento Fatal. Yeah. Yeah. I. There's no point in my punk rock listening history yeah. where I enjoyed that sound. Yeah. There's no point where I've ever enjoyed this sound. Yeah. This is, uh, this is mall punk, man. I mean, there was a time when I was a literal child where I enjoyed stuff that was at least in the same wheelhouse as this. But even as somebody who came up on street punk... I have to tell you guys as kindly as I can that you're doing everything wrong, <laughs> every single thing wrong. But the the main thing here would like who whoever recorded this, mixed it, 
whoever had any sort of decision-making process in like the drum tones, how things were recorded, the guitar tones, anything, ev fire them all. Everyone's out. You got to do just, this would be twice as good. Even if the song were totally unchanged, this would be twice as good if it were just uh, a four track tape recorder of yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. Just rougher. Yeah. This, yeah. It, truly the drum production production on this is psychotic. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so please just do basically every, like, even if you're going to keep playing this style of music, if this is what appeals to you, that's fine. It doesn't appeal to me, but if you're going to continue to do this, you got to totally rethink your production choices on this because that was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. See, I would rather hear actual shit yeah. than fake shit. Yeah, I would. You know what yeah, I mean? Same. Like, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, like yeah. yeah. I, I would actually like this better yeah. if it were just like some unintelligible mush. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, what's next? That was a... That, that, was, that, uh, was, a, that was not good. That was, a bummer, that was a bummer of a way to start out the episode. That was not good. Yeah. This is... Uh, From Sallow straight into this. This is an interesting... This is a pretty... Well, I guess there's a couple metal bands, but... Um, just looking at the lineup of these bands that we have in the queue th this week that we have in the queue this week yeah lately we've been getting a lot of metal we have been getting a lot of metal yes not a lot of metal here right and lately we've been getting like obvious like what we would consider heavy hitters in our little corner of sure. fucking punk rock this is a lot of stuff that's just like i don't know right i mean old nick yeah Old yeah, Nick, sure. I know I'm gonna like that because I like Old Nick, right? right but yeah. there's a lot of th I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this. There's a lot of stuff on here that I don't know. I agree. Yeah, other so. than Rolex and Old Nick, yeah. um, this is all just like a toss up. I can I can pretty I can rest assured that Pure Terror is gonna be good because it features members of like sick fucking bands. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's next? Uh, nine. Okay. All right. Nine is Nerve. The song is Red Tooth and Claw. I'm going to talk about this. Uh, I told you that everything about this email made me think that it was a spam email mm -hmm. because the, the title of the email is Hello Old Friend. <laughs> and then the actual name associated with the email is mostly gibberish letters. And here's the entire text of the email. Nerve, blood sweat, will be released on the 29th. Those are two different lines for some reason. Nerve, blood sweat, will be re re released on the 29th. Then a Spotify link, which we're not using because we don't listen to stuff from Spotify. We do it off Bandcamp. Then the track list, each line by line, and then signed Mike, who sent it our way. Okay. Keep right? it simple sweet. It's simple and sweet, but it's maybe a little too simple. There's no context here at all. Additionally, the EP that is supposed to be coming out on the 29th of July is actually all already out and started to be rolled out rather slowly in February in April of last year. The title track Blood Sweat came out in April of last year on their Bandcamp and they've released all of the songs individually on their Bandcamp. So I hate to tell you Mike, but the EP is out. It's already out. You just haven't assembled it into four songs that are just easily not a physical format. Yet. Yeah, and they're not easily accessible in one place on Bandcamp. I have to click them all individually. I don't know why you've done this. There are a lot of confounding things about the way that you made contact with us, about the way that you're presenting this music, but perhaps it's going to rip. Uh, they are a crust band. Stadium crust punk band mixing hardcore D-beat punk with metal riffs. Okay. Okay. That's basically, I, I hate to tell you, but um, 
crust is hardcore D beat punk with metal riffs. So you kind of re- you kind of restated your the, for those that don't know. Yes, for sure, for, for sure, for those that don't know. So we're gonna listen to Red Tooth and Claw by the band Nerve from Austin, Texas.
All right, that was Red Tooth and Claw by the band Nerve from Austin, Texas, off their upcoming but actually already out EP um, that is entitled Blood Sweat. Um, so that was okay. It was better than I was expecting, certainly. It wasn't good enough to have wasted a, a minute and a half of my time before the first riff hit. It was sure. around a minute. I think it was maybe around a minute. Yeah, 15. 15. Yeah, something like minute that. Minute 10. Yeah. Stop fucking around. Yeah, what the hell? That's that's number one, right? Yeah, for sure. Too much fucking around in that song for me. Absolutely. That intro, what the fuck? Yes. Also, pick it up. Absolutely. Um, a little lethargic, the pacing. A little on this. lethargic. Yeah. It's, 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 it's. Stadium Crest Rock walks a fine line with me. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah. It gets real full of itself and gets, gets really bloated quickly. Yeah, very self serious, very, uh, yeah. 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 Musically um, aspirational in yeah, a way that like, I just, Like, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in there that, that, that I like. Yeah. But Stadium Crest always steps over the fucking line for me. Yeah, yeah, very frequently. Um, I guess this was a fine crack at it. Yeah, it was a fine crack at it. That's a good right? way to describe this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a fine crack at it. I imagine if you stick with it, you'll get better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, there were some interesting things in there. But yeah, I, sure. I don't know, man. I'm still, because we just recorded the other day. I was listening to that. F I was listening to fucking Paranoid today. Right, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I same. hear D-Beat, that's where I'm at. No doubt. Right? Yeah. Give me the fury. Give me the fucking riffs. Give me the speed. Give me the filth. Yeah. Right? Get rid of the melody. Get rid of the fucking bloated samples and intros and all that sort of shit in the atmosphere. Get yeah. rid of it. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can throw some melody in there. I'm not going to be offended by it, but it needs to be in the context of something that rips a lot harder than this for me to, to be interested yeah, in. Yeah, those it. melodies really just kind of stuck out and yeah. stumbled through it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there were some decent riffs in this. The playing was good. I would argue that there's some more clunky production decisions on this. The gang vocals were really loud. Everything in general was a little bit too clean and sterile for my taste and DB in general. Um, Always more filth. Yeah, for sure. You know, just like tones and everything were technically good on this, but there were some there were some hallmarks of like kind of clunky production on this that stuck out to me, and I would like to hear this on, you know, on a more uh, with a more mid-fi approach and uh, just generally a whole lot more teeth than this was presenting more, more tooth and claw and more tooth and claw indeed uh but you know it it uh, it also is just probably the case that this is a good example of what it's trying to do but it's just not to our taste i stadium crest always strikes me as like soothsayers <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah. The, like the people that are yeah. in stadium crest yeah bands at least you know the last time that i seriously paid attention to it yeah and like would see bands doing it uh-huh always had like a, a certain modern primitive sort of look to them sure yeah you know that's classic like they're gonna fucking you know re read some chicken guts in the ground <laughs> and then tell you what the apocalypse is gonna be like yeah you know who strikes first with what weapons what's left behind right right and it's always the same shit with them always yeah always <laughs> the same course. shit yeah <laughs> Yeah, keep your Narcan on you if you yeah. got these guys playing your basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so there you go. Uh, another another lukewarm reception by the Demolition crew. But, hey, it, it didn't full-on suck. It just isn't for me. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Also, just be aware, you guys have already released this EP. I just want to double down on that. Six. All right, this is Can't Keep Up. With their demo 23, this is the band from Atlanta that consists of two brothers, Andy and Tommy Wynn. Um, no particular song was recommended to us. The first song is also an eponymous track coming in strong with uh, the song named after their band. 
So let's just uh, let's just jump right into it and see how they do. This came this came to us from the No Echo Group. Maybe we're going to be pleasantly surprised. So we're going to hear "Can't Keep Up" by the band "Can't Keep Up" off of their demo twenty three from February of this year. If you can't keep up, don't step up. You'll just die. That was Can't Keep Up by the band Can't Keep Up from Atlanta off of their demo. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I, I'm guessing. Yeah. You said that No Echo, that somebody posted us on No Echo, so maybe yeah. we got some new folks. Sure. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I hate stuff like this. Yeah. And Gray has a much, um, I get a much more accepting stance with stuff like this. Sure. I fucking hate shit like this. Yeah. I hate, I hate chest beating. I hate chest thumping. Especially when it comes from wimps, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, these and, and they're all wimps. I mean, yeah. they're, literally, they're they're, they're they're virtually all wimps, right? Yeah, it, it depends. To a it, it depends, but right. but yeah, sure. Often, and, and it's often times, and off, yes. it's even worse when it's not fucking wimps. I don't know that it is worse when it's I not think wimps. it is. I I'd, think it is. I'd rather them not be wimps. I think it is. Yeah, I don't. I think, think so. it's even worse because when it's wimps. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's harmless. It doesn't provide an aspirational image to the audience. Sure. Right? Yeah, that's tr- that's true. Everybody can just be like, ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, okay, there's some skinny little wimps having fun up sure, there. Sure, yeah, right? yeah, right. But when it's not wimps, and I'm saying this because in, 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 we were talking about uh, Kubla Khan oh, briefly in the, in yesterday. The, in, a, in our group text. Yeah. Right. So I said, oh, I'll check that. I've never listened to that band. That's like, yeah. that's... It's bizarro core. It's It doesn't exist to yeah, me. No, right? like, it doesn't exist That's like me. lamb goat right. fucking bizarro core. Totally shit. doesn't exist. Yeah. And I was watching like Hate Five Six videos. Yeah. You know, filming this sort of shit. Yeah. Right? And I would say that I, those guys look, I guess, less... They, they, they're not like... They're not like fucking um, harm's way. Sure, right, yeah. Right? 
but they look they're beefy they're, they look um a little less wimpy than sure true wimps yeah absolutely and the fucking crowd is the worst the scene is the worst the people there are the worst everything about it so when you have like a harm's way mm-hmm. aesthetic on right. stage yeah right as cool as it might be to see like you know humongous on stage sure then the crowd yo bro Right. We got to get in the gym and get some fucking gains. Right, right. True, 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 true. So at least when it's wimps, nobody's like, damn, I want to be like that. Yes. <laughs> right, right. True. Wimps aren't aspirational. True. Right? That's that's true. So in terms of what it, the potential for it to, to wreak untold havoc on a local scene, right. you'd prefer it be wimps because then it's just they're just passing by. Yeah, they're right. just passing by. Sure. Right? Right. Right. But right, like right, when right, it's, right. But when it's like dudes that... Even if they're not like muscular, but just like burly beardos, yeah, and stuff like that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because then there's like this sort of stuff. Yeah. Has like scrawny fucking weirdos in a basement in Fort Wayne going off. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah, very much so. But like burly beardos. Yes. In a beatdown band. Yeah. Have other fucking fatties. And other fucking, you know, round uh, round boys <laughs> up there throwing their fucking weight around in their basketball jerseys and their shit like that. Sure. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I don't like shit like this. Right. Full fucking stop. I don't care if it comes from No Echo. I don't care if it comes from the band itself. Yeah. I don't care where it comes from. I fucking hate shit like this. Garbage. In the bin it goes. <laughs> yeah. So this is, I have to assume the people doing this, they, they look fairly young yeah. in the picture and one Dude's of them got a gel shirt one of them's on. wearing a gel shirt so i gotta imagine they're new ish to this thing like maybe last couple years maybe post pandemic fans of of heavy music of hardcore more specifically i agree that this particular iteration of heavy hardcore is like some of my least favorite shit and you're choosing to do a style that is deceptively tough to pull off in a way that is palatable at all. Because it's easy to write, like, basic knuckle-dragging, like, bottom-of-the-barrel fucking riffs for this shit and put together, like, the skeleton of a song. But for this to be memorable or good in any way, you got to be so high up, like, the highest echelons mm. of musical achievement to get this shit past the fucking into the end zone for me. That it's just like, yeah. I don't need this... My only words to you would be like, if you are young, if you're fairly new to this, I hope that your tastes uh, grow and shift. I hope that you attempt to do something that is more to my taste for a purely selfish reason so I can come back and say, those Wind Brothers have really come a long way. They're doing something a lot cooler now. Sounds fucking great. Sounds good. Reminds me of Payasa. (laughs) Good job, guys. Yeah, there are plenty of ways to do heavy hardcore in a way that is infinitely more interesting than this and still youthful and novel um yeah this is just not that for me it's aiming for things that i don't like that much anyway and i don't really think it's landing on those things qualitatively so and and, and just come on open it up with fucking open it up with vin diesel I, i think that was riddick uh, was that Riddick? That was Chronicles of Riddick. Okay. I, I put it into the into the internet search engine. Okay, word. And it came sure. up with the come on. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, to young kids though, yeah, but Chronicles of Riddick is that old shit now. It doesn't matter how old it is; yeah. it's how fucking gay it is. <laughs> right? That's true. I still do fuck with Pitch Black. Actually, Chronicles of Riddick is kind of sick too. I'm not saying, but I'm yeah, just for saying, sure. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come no, on. No. It's a little twisty. At first, at first, I thought it was fucking Fast and Furious. At that right, point, right, I was right. like, oh my fucking god. Riddick is very like twizzy, big pants shit. 
Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm not into I'm yeah. not into that in the context yeah, of sampling and just like, for a hardcore you know, band. Can't keep up, don't st- yo, nobody yeah. can fucking keep up. Yeah, nobody wants right? to keep up. The the attitude you're fronting, nobody wants to be around. It's annoying. It's shitty. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't like it. I don't want to keep up. I want to do something else. I want to do something fun instead <laughs> of like have a bunch of dudes tell me how big their fucking muscles and their fucking dicks are up on stage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you're going to do it, you better be able to do it in a way that's, like, fun and engaging. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that this is pulling that off. I don't think it can keep up. I don't think it can keep up with its own aspirations. Um, So, sorry, boys. Sorry, win, boys. This is another welcome to the show. Keep working. Keep working at it. You know, this is probably your first attempt at a band or an early one. I'm sure it'll get better. Uh, what's next? We're we're zero for three so yeah, far tonight. Are, aren't we? we haven't had one of these in a long while, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. How many we got left? We got seven left. Seven left. Yeah. Three. All right. We got Rolex. This is good. Don't worry, everybody. This is good. This is Rolex with their promo. Came out on 11 p.m. back in December. Let's just listen to the first song off of this. It's gonna be. Let's good. listen to the second song. You want to listen to the second it's song? A, at least. Just it's, it's 14 seconds it's 14 long, seconds because these are very yeah. short songs. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to I Want to Live in the this Bush. This is a fucking insult. <laughs> we're going to listen to I Want to Live in the Bush by Rolex off their promo, which I stress to you, Nate, this is a promo. Yeah. I don't think it's an insult. We did this. I'm just... We did the same four thing. Four of ten tracks. Okay. Yeah, and we did four songs we did. as well we did. on a promo tape that we released. They physically. were longer than 30 seconds. Yeah, I guess. We also did it a fucking year ago. We listened to I Want to Live in the Bush and then Hey Sunshine by Rolex off of their promo. So this is actually, this is not coming out on 11 p.m. This split is uh, supposedly, I don't think it's out yet from what I can tell. This is coming out on Practice Hatred, um, which is a West Coast label. Uh, Grimly Forming is also like members, 
members of Rolex are also in Grimly forming. I'm not sure um, how many how many shared members there are, um, but from what I can tell, the Grimly forming songs are up elsewhere. But this split is nowhere to be found, so it might still be in production. If they're doing an actual record of this, then why it's still in production is like no mystery it'll probably be on september or october or something right right? uh yeah i like that i like rolex in general if you like rolex you like these songs it's more of the more of the same you know pretty much you know what i mean i've got the tape which collects like all the other the rol ex tapes together yeah yeah, for sure um yeah so (laughs) all right so this is something we like yes it is right it is uh irreverent yeah it is um endearingly sloppy yes Right, you can tell the the people are players, though. The, yeah, you know but that's I mean? what I mean. Like, but it just it, it it it's it's loose and it's jangly. Yeah. It's got this sort of like SST records sort of like clunkiness yeah. to it. Very much so. Yeah, you know. Yep. And um, yeah, we this is what we like. Yeah, I mean, we like a lot of other stuff too. But this gives you an idea of where our heads at. So, uh, in, in other in other words. Don't take our don't, word don't, for it. Yeah, I was going to say, don't feel bad, can't keep up. You know what I mean? We listened to you and said, no, thanks. And we listened to this and said, yes. And you're probably scratching your head and saying, what the fuck? Why do they like this? This sucks. It's gay. Well, this is what we like. It's so what we like. So don't take it personally. Right. You know, send your music into a different podcast. They'll probably like it a lot more. Right. Um, but yeah, this was great. I really don't have much else to say about it. It's fucking herky-jerky, post-punk-inspired, no-wave-inspired, also hardcore-punk-inspired general punk i hesitate to use the term egg punk ever this is also like yeah i wouldn't it's i would kind of it's kind of in that vein it could appeal to a dumb haircut guy in the same yes. way that some of those australian egg punk bands could but it's really doing its own thing i like pretty much everything about this band i like everything they've done up until now and whenever this split comes out i'll probably pick it up yeah there you go Let's keep it moving. Okay. Let's keep it moving in the hopes that we'll get something else that we like. Something else we, that we think is yeah, good. Because right now we're one for four, which is a really bad hit rate. Five. And and I have to guess that a lot of people aren't rocking with what we've heard on the show tonight either. So, um, Okay, we got Frenzy with Trial by Fire. I have to say this at least looks pretty cool. This is a band the art out, on this is great. Yeah, this is, a, this is a band out of Cleveland. Yeah, the art looks great. The, the tape layout is fucking sick. Um, let's, uh, let's jump into it. I don't really think any particular song is recommended to us, and the title track is up first. We're going to listen to Trial by Fire off the tape of the same name by the band Frenzy. Thank you. 
right. We just heard the song Trial by Fire by Frenzy off of the release Trial by Fire. You didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. no. You, you're per- your ears kind of perked up at first. At first, I was like, all right, this is a, this is that this is that bouncy New York shit, yeah. early 90s New York shit that right. seems to be coming around right now. Very much so. I said to you, how many times have I heard this fucking riff in the past six months? Sure, yeah. Right? Nevertheless, it was fun. Yeah. And then it hit that first breakdown, and I went, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And then it just kept breaking down. It did break down quite a lot. And it sucked. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think this sucked. It sucked. The fucking, the, 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 the uh, lyrics during, like, the second breakdown, I desire this, this life that forces me to persevere. Uh-huh. I know it's all on me to pull myself out of here. Don't need anyone else. And I'm all out of trust. Only enemies around me that I must overcome. Well, you got at least... Four friends because they're in a band. They're in a band. (laughs) So you got a couple guys. You got a couple guys to help you out. Can't be that bad for (laughs) you. You you got a couple of guys that are willing to get together in a room with you every week, record music, write and record music, and put out a tape together and ostensibly play shows. And this also, you got some pals. You got some buddies. Yeah, you got some pals. And not only that, but like, yo, maybe I am. We do still need Spotify to discriminate between the. Male and female fronted hardcore because there's no fucking way that a female fronted hardcore is writing boner lyrics like that. Uh, there, I don't know. I've I've experienced a couple really bad examples. Yeah, uh, it's always bad. Um, but, no, but 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 like, of women doing this too. But it's always bad. But yes. this is like, dude, you literally can't think of anything else to fucking <laughs> say. I mean, I have to imagine that they're going for some degree of theatricality with this and not literalism i don't know i think it misses the mark on that front too like honestly it sounds like the mantra of the kids that were forced to eat turds on this on the set of sallow yeah i think that this has got to be like if you're gonna do this style of lyricism it either has to be so genuinely good and arresting that i gotta tip my hat to you and go all right well you know what you put these sentiments in a way that captures my attention you did a good job you're clearly a very literate man good on you or it has to be very stupid where it's obvious that you're like playing it up and you're doing a bit. This was like this was neither of those. This was things. like just a G- GPT. Yeah, yeah. This was just a GPT. Yo, this was just a GPT. That is a fucking good that's a good call on this. Fundamentally, I'm kinda rocking with this music. The the album art is like way, way better than the actual songs. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Like I had such high hopes. I know, me too. My just based on the album, I was like, this is going to fucking rip. Yeah. And then, nope. I'll take this kind of stuff as kind of like entry level, local, get your foot in the door, like capital H hardcore. There's a lot more offensive versions of this. The breakdown at the end was fun. It was mind force style metallic instead of leaning into sort of like really chuggy beat down, uh, beat down territory, which I appreciated. There were like good leads in there. Everybody in this band is playing when really well. When they picked well. it up a little bit with like that halftime yeah sure that was okay yeah it was pretty good um there were some riffs in here i really liked i also didn't think the vocal delivery was that great uh, on top of the vocals not being that great i'm not trying to pick on whoever's doing vocals for this band that was just the weak point of it for me i think out of everything on here um production and art and presentation is all on point i think some of this song i was like yeah I'm, i'm rocking with this if i see this band live i'm i'm nodding my head i'm probably watching the whole set i'm having a good time 
I'm probably it's not sticking with me beyond the length of time that they're playing their set. Maybe a couple days afterwards, like, oh yeah, that uh, that frenzy man, they they were pretty good. I'd book them. I'd book them if they asked me for a show. And beyond that, I'm not really hanging out with this. I'm not putting this on in my spare time. But I could see this getting better and revisiting the next EP and saying, okay, yeah, they've kind of honed the edge a little bit. It's hitting a little bit harder for me. I'm rocking with it now. But all in all, I don't find anything about this offensive. I think it was a pretty good effort at what it was. There's things in here that don't really capture my particular, uh, don't capture my imagination, but whatever. That's fine. It wasn't bad. I'd like to hear a smarter second take on this. Yeah, sure, sure. That, that's that's a good way to put it, yeah. Um, or a way, way dumber <laughs> second take on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but none of this none of this middle ground shit. None of this middle ground stuff, <laughs> yeah, right? For sure. The next release, you either better like be an erudite scholar uh, with uh, a few better decisions in the songwriting process, or you better be talking about the fucking goo mutants that are e oozing out from the city <laughs> yeah, streets exactly. to take you down as you exactly. sharpen your blade to cut them away. Exactly. From, yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. What's next? One. All right. One is Hostile Nature with Upside Down Skull. This is the release that is on Unraveled Tapes out of Brooklyn, and I have to think that the band is probably also out of Brooklyn. I have some guesses about what this is going to sound like, but we'll see. Um, the songs are nice and short. Uh, the song that was recommended to us by Jake is First to Crack, the second song on here. So we're going to listen to First to Crack by Hostile Nature off of Upside Down Skull. We just heard the song First to Crack by Hostile Nature off of Upside Down Skull. Uh, I should note that this is a solo project by one Matt Klein. I'm not sure if it's the same Matt Klein that is also in the Demo Listen Facebook group. It might be. I imagine that's not that rare of a name. But since it's submitted to our show and there's a guy named Matt Klein who I think maybe listens to our show or at least posts in the, posts in the Facebook group, might be the same dude. Couldn't really say. I think this sounded like a solo project. Yeah. It was revealed in some of the recording on this. Like, this was lo-fi, but not in a way that I really liked. Um, I think that there are just some level level issues, some mix issues. Um, it's doing a thing that, like, yeah, I'm receptive to. Power violence influenced knuckle-dragging hardcore stuff. It goes really fast to mid-tempo. It's a thing that I like when it's executed really well. This was pretty background noise for me. Um, like, again, not at all offended by this whatsoever, but I'm not really perking my ears up 
when I hear it either, you know. It's like, okay, that's a fine effort, you know. Yeah, number one, yeah, the, the levels and just general overall production. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, no good. No good. Yeah. Couldn't hear the drums. Yeah. Um, I mean, really had to, like, lean in and listen. Yeah, for sure. To hear that. And honestly, like, drumming is like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. In, in PV. Yeah. You know. It's very, yeah, it's, it's critical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is halfway there for me. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Halfway there. Dumb it down. Yeah. Clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Which is weird to say because. Yeah, but I know what you You mean. know what I mean. Yeah. Give me a little, let me hear things a little better. Yeah. Give absolutely. me a little more separation between things. That guitar, it's, it's, I mean, holy cow. It was just right over top of everything, clipping everything. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yes. Um, my personal taste, PV, faster. Yeah. Ditch the solo. Yeah. Make it fucking dumber. Yes. And, um, more animalistic i guess yeah i would agree you know i also don't think that the the tape layout is not like particularly good it's not horrible either, it's okay but it's you know i don't know there's all of this is just kind of like all right man good first effort let's let redouble your efforts and come back stronger on mm. the next one you know yeah. what i mean maybe find somebody to record this for you i have to assume that you recorded this yourself unfortunately it sounds like it you know yeah. what i mean is what it is but it was fine it was an okay first effort uh i would I would listen to the next thing if it were also sent into my show <laughs> and I landed on it <laughs> through a process of random selection. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I would, I'd like to hear again, a fucking like, like yeah. a more concise. Sure. Right. Yeah. Clear vision. Yeah. I agree on this. If maybe if Bandcamp sent me a notification, Hey, hostile nature has uploaded something new. I'd probably click it and right. say, okay, let's see what's, let's Yo, see what's going on. And, and please, we got to hear the drums. We got to hear the drums. If you're playing yes. fast music, we got to hear the fucking drums. Agree. Especially like primal anger, fast music. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got to have the fucking drums in there. Agree. So we only have three messages. God let's, damn. let's roll the dice one please, more time and please, just see. Sweet Jesus just, Lord. Give, just me, give, give me, me something, something that I can, like, like Rolex was good, but Rolex I, I want to hear already, something that fucking destroys. And I already knew Rolex was, was good. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get something that like destroys, but that pure terror stuff might really rip. I'm going to listen to that regardless of what the dice say. Okay. One. All right. This is pure terror with blood oath. This is a band out of Brooklyn who describes themselves as pan-Arab hardcore. Let me read what was sent. I think this comes with the tape or whatever. Yosef, who sent this our way, um, sent this as well in quotes here, so they must be quoting from someone. Imperialism has laid its body all over the world with the heart in the Middle East. Wherever you strike it, you damage it, and you serve the world revolution. End quote. In honor of Ghassan Kanafani, who was assassinated by the Israeli government along with his 17-year-old niece 51 years ago in Beirut, the revolution lives on with his words and is stronger now than ever before. We wrote Kanafani twice on this tape, or we quote Kanafani twice on this tape, take inspiration from Darwish, Syrian revolutionaries, and chants from the Arab Spring. There you go. Cool. Uh, we are big fans on this show always of when somebody, like, really throws their cultural heritage, like, head first into the music yep. i always think it makes for at the very least just like an interesting take on this music and arab yeah black yeah white 
For sure. <laughs> Historically, yeah, for Japanese? sure. Yeah, for sure. Whatever right, what, you got. what was the Japanese ultra-nationalist project that we had that we really fucking liked? Did, Sewer. Uh, did, we, did we have a Japanese ultra-nationalist project? I know we did, yes. Project? We had a Chi- we had. I know we had like a Chinese no, one. No, we, right? we had a Japanese ultra-nationalist that, that okay. was like noise and sludge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. And I was like, God, this is really fucking good. I mean, there's a, lot of, digging. there's a lot of Japanese ultra-nationalist stuff that I like a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so uh this is like so this most famously features uh, a man that has come to be known as johnny hummus um a guy who reviews hummus on tiktok and instagram okay but has also played in like the name the what, what bands he was in escapes me but he's like a well he's a he's a He's a learned hardcore aficionado who has played in like some sorry state or like no way records bands or something in that world. He's played in like notable Brooklyn hardcore punk bands. Okay. I can't tell you which bands off the top of my head because I don't know his actual last name or anything. So, um, okay. So let's see. They got the second song queued up to play. I think that the first song is a sample. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rebel Rebel, a sample from Revolutionary Songs from the Syrian Cassette Archives, 1987. That's sick. That's a cool way to like start it's, your tape. It's out. only 30 seconds. Yeah. 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 For sure. But it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so we're going to listen to the song The Beast by Pure. Your terror do, off of blood. so do you th- do you suppose the first track is integral to like leading into the second track no because they they don't they skip it they just they oh, have, they, oh, they have the second song cue right it up wasn't like it wasn't like no, setting the stage no okay. no no for sure so we're gonna listen to the beast by pure terror off of blood oath i was looking at johnny hamas i wasn't yeah, listening to you true i'm sure <laughs> That was the beast by pure terror off of blood oath. I, gr- I regret to inform you 
That was just okay. Yeah. It was just okay. Yeah. I will say to also regrettably, vocalist, full on bad. See, that's the, that's really so this sounds like it was just fucking recorded live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all, sure. All recorded live. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Live to tape. Yeah. Um to me, yeah. The 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 vocals just really drug it down. The I felt like this no good, man. like pick this up a little bit. Yeah. Pick this up. Yeah. And just put some fucking like face shredding vocals on it. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is the problem though. This is that's <laughs> this is and I'm not applying this just here specifically. I'm speaking broadly. Anytime you do like an identity first, politics first, whatever first project, the first and foremost requirement is that you assemble all these people of a like mindset, a like background, whatever. A straight edge band, for example, sometimes a straight edge band's not so good because you only got five straight edge friends and two of them aren't that good at playing music. Mm. So you got your straight edge drummer who's doing the fast beats backwards, but he's the only straight edge drummer in your town. So it is what it is. Right. You know what I mean? He's your You're only saying, fucking like, homie. Maybe this band I'm has saying some maybe Japanese they're like, ultra-nationalists <laughs> I'm saying, you know, they're like fucking, hey, let's do an all-Arab band. We're four Arab guys. Unfortunately, after that premise was already agreed to, turns out that so whoever does the Chinese vocals on okay, this, Arab no, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, maybe I don't know who does vocals in this band, but maybe on the day yeah. they get together and they're like, "Oh fuck, dude, Nasim's not so good at vocals, but we already got the art. All the songs are put together. We just got to let him down, lay down the vocal track and hope he gets better on the next one." Yeah, which that's true. The, uh, if there's anything that you have an immediate opportunity to get better at its vocals, right? Like it requires very little practice and more just tweaking mm -hmm. an awareness of the fact that you're not really hitting it. Maybe everybody in this band is like, you, you slayed it. You fucking killed it. And the vocals are not going to get any better. <laughs> I don't know. But the vocals for me were a real sticking point on this where I was just like, at first I was like, I don't really know how I feel about these vocals. And by the end I was like, Man, I wish this person would shut the fuck up because they're going. Ah, da, da, da. Yeah, it just, da, da, da. yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't match whatever amount. Here's the thing. Yeah, the band, the band is called Pure Terror. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The release is Blood Oath. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Um, I I want I want the delivery to match. Yeah. Agree. The art is fucking the art sick. Fucking rules. It yeah. might be the best art I've seen in a couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking awesome. Um. The art is fucking sick. Like I, I want, I want the fucking rage, yeah, to just bleed off of this thing. Yeah, agreed. And I don't think it was there, even in the music. The music was fine, but it could, it could have been more ripping. I, mean, I think it would have picked it up a little bit. Yeah, for you sure. know what I mean. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, we've had a lot of misses tonight. <laughs> we've had a lot of misses, or like. Hey, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was all right. Yeah. That was fine. It's one of those. <laughs> it's just one of those nights, man. Right. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome. That's how it goes every welcome, week. Man. People submit their hard, the, the projects they work hard on and care about. Yeah, they pour their entire identity into right. it. Right, and then we shit on <laughs> they, they do a tape. The, all of the proceeds go to donate, to, to benefit the Palestinian youth movement, and we go, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, we should say, yo. Worthy cause. A worthy cause. Right. But what did we say to that one band <laughs> that one time years ago that uh, they should quit their band and start a nonprofit? <laughs> I wouldn't say that in this no, case. No. I wouldn't say that in this case. I would just say I'll pay attention and see what the next one has to See what the next one has to, it's it's to fucking, offer. Yeah, fucking, sure. you know, 
pick it up. Turn up the volume a little bit, man. Right. Turn up the intensity. And vocalist, whoever you are in this in this group of folks, um, you got to do something different on the next one because that was no good. Yeah, you got to go. You got to go, go, go. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, let, not go, leave the band. Yeah, I mean, like, you got to you gotta fucking, like. Yeah, 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 for sure. You gotta, your throat needs to hurt the yeah, next yeah, day. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Let's listen, to, let's listen to some voicemails. Yeah, so I think I figured out uh, what it is with all this, like, late 80s, early 90s melodic hardcore. Because some of the riffs on this shit, I'm listening to the Nemesis Records episode, and some of the riffs on this shit are pretty cool, in my opinion. But as soon as that motherfucker starts going, that's when I'm fucking out on it. It sounds like, I don't know why every band decided that was the move vocally, but they should have tried something else. So yeah, that's just my two cents. Bye. I agree. Okay, so that's that's Vince's take on uh, the uh, Vince's take on the Nemesis Records deep dive that we recently did on the Patreon. If that sounds interesting to you. Throw us five bucks a month, and you can uh, you can hear us listen to every release in the Nemesis Records catalog. Some of which really surprised us. Yeah, for sure. The vocals are almost always the weak point on those late '80s like turn of the decade like 88 to 89 90 uh, a lot of hardcore releases it's usually the fact that guys want to sing like this for some reason yeah they want they, like, they, yeah they want to try to sing the can't yeah it's just like just yell over the same music just and go. it's better yeah for sure. as always as always <laughs> as always just yeah. fucking go yeah for sure um so yeah i, I mostly agree with you vince all right what's next <laughs> so it's in there you little fucking bitch yeah, a few years ago, the other day, a few years ago, I hear you talking shit. Episode fucking 15. My name's Trevor. I come from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bitch. You cut fucking say on your podcast that I look like shit. I look like a fucking turtle. Well, here's what, bitch. You got a fucking record on Iron Lung Records? Guess what? I do. Do you? I guess you don't. Bitch, you got a record coming out on 11 p.m. record? The same record label that spouts honor and protocol? No, you don't, bitch. You want to call to my house? You want to fucking say that's my fucking face? I guess you don't, bitch. Come on, do something about it. Okay, so I know who that was. That was Trevor, who plays in Necroheads, plays in Little Angels, Mm -hmm. plays in various other bands Mm -hmm. that are indeed... 11 p.m. and Iron Lung Records Luminaries. And really good fucking bands. Great bands. He plays in really good bands. So uh, he he messaged me last night and said, yo, fuck you, motherfucker, and sent me a sound clip of an episode that we did in November of 2019 before we thought anyone was going to listen to this. Yeah. And you said, oh, I recognize the guy. I can't remember. It might have been a Necroheads release. I, mean, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it was, but... He was like, you were like, oh, I, I recognize this guy. I've seen this guy in Cruel Noise in Pittsburgh before. I've seen him shopping. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could not recognize this, that, this guy because it looks like he's wearing a fucking wig or something. Like his hair is sucks. <laughs> and, and, and I said, I said that, yeah, this guy kind of looks like a z- I talk about how there are zipper people. Uh, who look like they're animals or something zipped up in a human flesh. And I said that he looked like a turtle zipper person. I, I, I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, so that's Trevor from various great bands yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
And as I told him, I was like, sorry, man, we didn't know anybody was going to listen to the show at the time. And he was like, no, I love it. I love getting a good roasting. <laughs> I would call into the show and uh, and then yeah, dish, it, dish it back to you. Good so call. There you go. That was Trevor of various very good bands that you should familiarize yourself with if you're not already familiar. Uh, we also played with Little Angels, and they fucking ripped live. Uh, all right, last message of the evening. Um, was in the last episode, and I heard y'all talking about how you're trying to find racist rap music. And I guess the closest thing with any, like, real following is that motherfucker Tom McDonald. Uh, and, like, a couple other things, like, MAGA rap is, like, a thing. Um, I would argue, probably those people would argue that, like, they aren't racist. And they're just, like, you know, uh, patriotic. But, like, it is pretty nationalist, and it is pretty much, like, you know fuck pronouns, and, like, fuck, uh, like, like, fuck freeloaders, and, like, you know, black-on-black crime is the real problem type shit, uh, I don't know about, like, explicitly, like, Nazi rap, which I think might be what y'all are talking about, but if you're looking for some, like, rain rot horse shit, Tom McDonald is probably the thing to go to. Anyways, that's my time. Fuck off. Okay. Yeah, Tom McDonald. Now, I, I, this, I'm totally new to this. Tom McDonald sucks and, like, is racist by proxy for sure. You know but what he, I mean? He, this is my favorite shit. Yeah. He's Canadian. Yeah, of course. But he's talking about American shit. If there's if there's yeah. one... if there's like, It's like Chokehold talking about gun rights. Right, it's like right, the Second right, Amendment, right. you know? Well, Bully, as I as I understand it, I think I think of a lot of America's shit has fucking bled north yeah. in the past six years. That's true for sure. Yeah. Um, but... Um, like number one, he's a white Canadian guy. As I'm looking here, he is a former like rock wrestler. Oh, is he? Yeah, I had no idea. At least that's what the internet tells me. I, I had no clue. Um, it says he is a uh, former, a former fucking wrestler. He has a, he has a song. The one that he got the most famous for, <laughs> I think that like launched his career, is he basically did a song that the the premise, the central premise of which was basically. Why can't I say the word? Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like so. That's uh, that's what I was gonna do. Is yeah. my favorite is like a white Canadian dude with tattoos on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for right. Sure. So he's like, I could say it. Right. Yeah. No. Dude. Talking to black people about black on black violence. Sure. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. Dude. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, Tom McDonald fucking sucks, and he is like a darling of a, this a, a certain brand of like particularly brain dead and disingenuous like white nationalist kind of guy who would not probably openly identify as a white nationalist but is for all intents and purposes That's the you know thing. like they never want to admit it they I know just fucking admit just it just admit it man just admit just it just fucking admit it just admit it uh, so that guy's stuff sucks, but definitely far from meeting the criteria of what we were describing in terms of like the maga rap stuff which Todd McDonald basically is that I mean, a surprising amount of black and brown people involved in the MAGA rap thing because a surprising amount of black and brown people voted for Trump is what it is. Many cultural reasons for that. But, yeah, a lot of those guys are black people who are Mexican folks that I've experienced. I've seen, like, MAGA rap shit. And, yeah, there are a lot of white people doing it, too, probably majority white people. But there are black and brown people in there, and it's not explicitly racist. Um, so definitely also a far cry from, like, full-on Nazi rap. 
Um, but if it's out there, we'll we'll find it. Trust. We'll I mean, get he's there. He's got eventually. a bunch of tattoos. Let's see if we can see some Vikings and runes <laughs> on him. Tom McDonald. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's those are those images are pretty low res. Yeah. You can tell everything you need to know about his fucking haircut. Anybody with that haircut is a no for me. Like full stop. Yeah. Full, yeah. full stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Other than maybe like Al Jurgensen in 1991. Yeah. You know what I mean. Other than yeah, that, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, nah, I'm good, dude. Yeah. I'm good on you and anything you're about to say and certainly any music you're about to suggest I listen to. Man, I fucking hate people so fucking much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. so... Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. No. I just... I want racist white people to just be racist. Yeah, just <laughs> no more equivocating. No stop, more. Stop, stop trying to fucking... Well, no, I'm not actually, man. I yeah, just yeah, think yeah, that, you sure. know... We should all kind of stay in our own yeah, yeah, yeah. ethnic groups. Yeah, just be just just be racist. Just be racist. That way we just there's no it's just annoying. Right. It's just mad fucking annoying. Right. If you're just like, yeah, I'm racist, I'm like, okay, good to know. Good to know. We'll Fuck take off. that into account moving forward. You know what I mean? I don't like all this fucking equivocation and this hiding behind fucking internet. Here's a pretty lingo cool picture of a Tom McDonald wallpaper here. You got a Tom McDonald wallpaper? Yeah. Like for your computer? No. Oh, like well, yeah. I mean, oh, okay, but I'm not sure. putting it on my. Oh, that's cool. What is it? What's what's his pin say? Politically, politically correct. correct with a circle. Nobody bar even uses it. the term politically correct anymore. That's fucking. That's so passe. He's holding. Is that a silenced uh, firearm? I think it's a suppressed firearm. Who yeah. the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? Suppressed firearm. He's, he's got, got a plate some, carrier some on. Plate carrier on. Looks like he's got hog underneath his lip. Does that say hog? Pretty sure that's yeah. where he wants the hog to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he wants to put the hog. Yeah, he wants to put the hog there. Right. Yeah, he wants the I hog. I think his forehead says something dream? American dream? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. I hope this guy dies. Seriously, man. I'm telling, you know. I don't even. <laughs> I was about to use really. I was just going to say, my biggest issue with these people isn't even their fucking ideology. It's that they're all a bunch of intolerable fags. They're well, not even fun about it. You know what no. I mean? They just suck. They're fucking annoying. There's nothing. They're not even edgy in a cool way. Like, there's nothing edgy about having. This is the thing. They all think that they're like fucking ideologues and shit, right? Yeah. And that they're against the grain. But there's nothing edgy about adopting a worldview that half of the population of the place that you live also has. Right. It's not fucking edgy. It's not challenging. You're just on the other side of an inane culture war that is going on around me, and that I'm doing be my best, my level best to ignore at every possible opportunity. I, I'm just so ready for humanity's suicide. <laughs> I'm just ready for everybody to shut the That's fuck up. That's what I'm up, talking dude. about. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so shut tired. Shut the of fuck it, up. Dude. But you know what? Most of all, shut the fuck up, people like this shithead. Yeah. I mean, I want to. Like, you know, the fucking. You, you know exactly. Dude, yeah, 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 for sure. We're swimming in them here in the Midwest. I went to high school with a lot of we're those guys. We're swimming yeah. in them. Yeah. Right? Uh, don't even get me fucking started, dude. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start or where to fucking end. Yeah, for sure. All right, we've got a couple text messages. One says, got to be real, I missed the beep. <laughs> well, you, you're always going to have one, right? Yeah. Um, read the hypothetical sketchy pavement sound-alike discussed on the last episode. They don't quite fit the bill, but the existence of the country teasers at least suggests that such a thing is possible. Never give up the search, Kings. So I'm only familiar with the country, country teasers in premise. I don't think I've ever actually listened to them, but from what I know, I think they're... They're from the UK somewhere, maybe Scotland. Scotland. Okay, Scotland. And they are, I think their whole vibe is like they kind of parody 
various styles of music and also the viewpoints of people who may be playing those styles of music, oftentimes like in a country western style, and they say deeply offensive shit, but I think it's all in the service of sort of like an almost Dadaist deconstruction of like character studies, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I from what I know, I, I should probably jump into this band because they've often been compared to, like, butthole surfers and shit in the sense that they, like, inhabit the same sort of... Uh the same sort of corner of like weirdo music and outsider music. Yeah. I've never jumped into them before, but from what I understand, it's still a very distinct phenomenon where they're like very consciously trying to kind of deconstruct these things. So I'm okay with that. Oh, like, I'm okay with that know, too, but it's not but it's not what we described. No. No, um, we're looking for we're looking for people that um are not into art. Yeah. I'm looking I'm looking for Stephen Malkmus with some bad ideas. I'm looking for Tom McDonald. Yes, but Tom McDonald on your local college radio station. I'm looking for Tom in 1991. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for Tom McDonald if he got really into Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. This I think this maybe comes from Neff. I'm not really entirely sure. Good God, put a damn DS or something on that damn voice. Comments, concerns, fuck. It, it sounds like an F text for sure um, because he never says anything I agree with. Yeah, I have really strong S's. I do put a DSer on all of our episodes. It is what it is. There's only so much that we can do. Every time I've ever recorded vocals in a studio, the engineer said, damn, you have some really strong S's. I got a really powerful S. It's because I had a lisp as a kid and couldn't say my S's, so then I overcorrected. Uh, when I learned how to say my S's. So that's what it is. I got strong S's. It's like you're like the Captain America of S's. Oh, because Captain America was a weak bitch, and then he became very strong. That's right. That's right. That's my S. Yeah. It was a weak, scrawny little guy who they wouldn't even let enlist. No. And afterwards, it's leading up the fight against the Nazis. Can't, now it's like, like hey, I you got to turn it back. Cocksuckers. You got to turn it back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You yeah. got too much S's. I'm beating the Nazis with these S's because uh, I tell them to suck my dick. Well, um, there you go. So the No Echo crowd got everything they wanted. They got slurs. They got jokes about <laughs> nationalism and racism. Did we only get we we got? Did we get both of the? No, we got both the no echo bands. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We hated both of those. We bands. hated both of them. One, well, I hated both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I uh, I didn't like either of them. And one I hated. Like yeah, one of them. Well, whatever. One whatever. of them I really hated. The other one I was like, hey, this isn't good, but get maybe give it another shot. Yeah. A shot, you know uh. what I mean? So. Um, all right, that's all we got this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for laboring through an episode where almost everything was bad or middling. Um, but hey, at least that Rolex promo is pretty good. Can't wait for the can't wait for the split to come out. We'll see you next week.